I'm Paul Wiegraf, Director of the Delaware Division of the Arts. Joining me in the studio today is Fred Munzert, the director of the Milton Theater, the uh, sort of reborn Milton Theater. It's gone through many um, iterations in the past, but uh, Fred, it's great having you here. Hello, Paul. Thanks for having me on. Uh, The Milton Theater, under your leadership, is relatively new. Let's talk a little bit for our listeners about about the Milton Theater and uh, what you can about its background and what brought you there. Well, it really is a fascinating space. A little over three years ago, I was approached by someone um, from the community there, um, born and raised there, grew up there, and said, hey, there's this empty space in my town. Would you come take a look at it? And uh, we ended up taking our team down, and it was it was literally minutes we were in the theater, and we looked at each other and said, there is something special about this place. We really need to be a part of this. So we began communicating with the owners. The building, um, gosh, the history goes back over 100 years. It's been many, many things. It was a movie theater. Um, it's been a basketball court, the fire department. It was a cafe. It's, it's just been so many things. Closed for large chunks of time. Two fires, a major flood. Most recently, in the early 2000s, a nonprofit came in raised the funds through the community to renovate it and get it reopened. And then that nonprofit uh, ceased to exist uh, around 2012, I believe it was. And they, um, the building ended up going into foreclosure and, and um, was purchased by a gentleman and his wife privately. They didn't want to see it get tore down or turned into something else. They bought the theater and uh, it just sat there. And that's how we came to be connected with them. And I met him and he and his wife, and he said, I don't know anything about this. I do electric, electrical work, you know, but we need somebody who does. And it, it was just something really special about the people, about the building. You could almost feel something going on in there. You know, you walk in and you stand in the middle of the hall and you could see the history. You could, you could almost see the shows and things that have gone on there. And we immediately that day said, we're in. We don't know how or any of that, but we're going to do something. From there, we just kicked it forward. We decided the best thing to do was get the doors open as quickly as possible. We spent about three months, honestly, just scrubbing and cleaning out what had been closed for a few years. The nonprofit that was there prior to us really did a good job of getting the basic needs of a theater together and making them functional. So we just needed to clean it up. And in June of that year, 2014, we opened the doors June 7th to um, a great crowd of locals and have been going gangbusters since then. Now, um, a little bit about your background that led someone to tap you for this. Oh, my goodness. So I, born and raised in Delaware, graduated from William Penn High School, uh, went to University of Delaware for a while, but ended up graduating from Westchester University. I... um, been working professionally in the music industry and performing in live art industry since I was 14. I have done stuff all over the country and kind of lived all over. I lived in PA, worked for the Walt Disney Corporation for a while as an actor in Florida, lived in LA doing production work. And I opened about 15 years ago, my sister and I, Premier Center for the Arts in Middletown, which we, at our peak uh, prior to 2008, you know, we had 500 students a week in our programs there, dance, theater, and music. And just had a really great program. And that's how the visibility came. They they knew our program there. They came to us. I had was still doing production work in L.A., but came back and 
looked at it and decided that this was really an important project. And um, it, I feel uh, really grateful to be a part of it. Honestly, I feel like it was a perfect storm that I got to jump in on at, at a perfect moment in time. The people are so incredible there. The town is amazing. The area is amazing. It's part of the beach network and the, you know, the tourism industry down there. So have you totally relocated then to Milton? We have. Um, it was really bittersweet, but about a year and a half ago, we made the decision to close the location in Middletown for a number of reasons. Um, really miss miss it there. It was, it was time. We had been there for about 12 years and uh, had such a great run of it. But sometimes you come on a project and you just know it's time to kind of let this project be done and move on. And... Um, we did close there and, and focused all of our energies in Milton. So let, let's hear a little bit about the, the challenges and the opportunities that you saw in, in looking at the Milton Theater and, and getting it restarted. Yeah. The challenges were, you know, it's a 100-year-old building. It's sitting, the back, of it, back end of the theater is pretty much in the river. Um, so we have flood issues and things like that. The town of Milton has those issues, and that's what everyone said. Oh, the flooding! Oh, the flooding! And we've never we haven't been flooded in three years. We had some floods in the town and had, you know, sandbag throwing parties and all of mm -hmm. that. Um, the biggest challenge, honestly, uh, other than the physical building and dealing with it being a hundred year old building that had been empty much of its life, was regaining the the confidence of the people. You know, they. Uh, we heard from locals. You know, we already gave our money. We already did our thing, and we're not. We're not ready to jump on again. And I, I thanked them and smiled and said, "Give us a chance. Just kind of watch us, then see what's happening. And if you ever want to come in, come in." And we found that that you know, one by one, people started really jumping on board and being involved. And I, I really. I've worked in so many communities, large cities, small towns, and I've never seen a group of people, honestly, so connected and so kind and interested in what's going on, not just at the Milton Theater, but in the community in general. And that really is what drew me there. I've, it was so charming. And it's really provincial in a lot of ways, and maybe I enjoy that part of it a little bit. Um but I, it's it's a walkable town, and the people just really are connected in. That being said, though, our audience comes from two hours away, many of them. Um, you know, on any given weekend, most of our audience is coming from the Lewis and Rehoboth areas and north, Dover and Wilmington. Um, so the, the, it's, it's a Milton theater. It's a local theater. People walk to the theater from their homes, but it's, it's the greater community that really is supporting it and making it happen. I, I, I'm glad you mentioned that because I, I I was curious about that because Milton itself is not a, a, a large town. No, so it's, you really. It's small. Uh, but is uh, now what does the theater the, the theater seat? <laughs> so we can seat uh, right around 200. Okay, and the capacity of the building is 292. So okay. we have a standing show, a rock show, or something like that. Mm -hmm. We can get more people in there. Uh, our goal, you know, the theater at one time had a full balcony in it, balcony in mm -hmm. there, and it came mm -hmm. down over the years because of disrepair. And we're told it seated almost 500, wow. which yeah. is is unbelievable to me that in mm -hmm. that small town, you know, they had a theater that was seating 500 people. Uh, our goal is to make that happen again. Mm -hmm. Now, in, in looking at your programming, it's it's just an incredible range <laughs> from 
from the Seraphin String Quartet to Randy Rainbow to Burlesque. A uh, little bit. Uh, talk about your 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 thinking of programming yeah. and and how how do you, how does that area, the town of Milton, and sort of the audience you you seek to draw? How does that sort of influence your? Programming? We really are all over the place. It's it is reflective of my personality. I. Uh, uh, a classically trained musician, but also grew up, you know, the first concert I went to was Black Sabbath. I love my rock and roll. I love my classical. I love all forms of live art, to be honest. And when we went in, we decided that we would really give a broad range. We didn't want to just be a rock hall or, you know, a classical hall or, or what have you. So, the programming really is all over the place. I honestly believe it has been part of our success because we're able to have such a wide audience that feel it's their theater and a place that they can call home. And they don't love everything that we do, but they like, you know, a certain certain amounts of what we do. And we've had the opportunity to introduce people to other things. You know, the first time we did classical music there, I think we had like 12 people in the audience. And I was like, I'm going to get them to love this. And so <laughs> the people that I knew were a part of the theater, I would say, trust me, just come, have a glass of wine, enjoy this beautiful string quartet. And they started coming. And the same thing, the first time we did a drag show, you know, I had people say, are you sure you want to do that in Milton? <laughs> and I was like, it might not be for you, but you know what? You might come to it and see that you'll like that. Mm-hmm. And so I, I love pushing limits and kind of poking people and saying, hey, did you know this is going on in the live art world? You might enjoy this. And you might not, but you go to it and you make a decision. That's what art is. Mm-hmm. is. We judge it. We look at it. We view it. Live art is all in that moment, and you make a decision. Ah, I didn't like it, or oh man, I love that. I got to check that out again. So you have found that there's been some uh, over overlap of audience that people will come to a show that they might not otherwise consider, but because they saw something they yeah. liked, they they'll yeah. give it a try. Yeah, I, I enjoy that. I uh, it's got a small town kind of feel in the sense that the audience feels familiar. Even when we bring international acts, I always tell them, I said, it's going to feel like a familiar, like a family crowd. If you mm-hmm. get down in the aisle with them, they'll laugh right along with you and, you know, whatever you're doing, they'll go with. And so they've been very trusting and I appreciate mm-hmm. that. Uh, you know, we we uh, keep throwing lots of things at them. <laughs> they, yeah. still, they still keep coming, so we're grateful for that. Yeah. that that's really interesting, that notion of, of experiencing something that's unfamiliar and, or possibly might be perceived as being uncomfortable, but experiencing that in a place that's familiar and yeah. comfortable. Yeah, it's it's yeah. it's trusting, you know, and, and the audience has been very trusting and very supportive. And I had people say to me, I, it wasn't really for me, but I'm, I'm glad you brought it here because mm-hmm. I saw all those people enjoying it. So mm-hmm. it's for somebody. That's great. I, I want to get into more detail about your programming, and it's it's not just putting on shows and performances. I know you do much more there, but let me first remind our listeners you're tuned into Delaware State of the Arts here on News Radio 1450 WILM and 1410 WDOV. Uh, my guest in the studio today is Fred Munzer, the director of the Milton Theater. And if you hear a little bit of knocking in the background, it's because there's uh, some renovation work going on here at the studios. Um, Fred, uh, a long list of programs coming up over the next several months. But I know that you, uh, before we get into some of those specifically, I want to hear a little bit about some of the the uh, programs that you have. I know you're you're very involved in 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 youth programming. So could you speak to that? Yeah, it, education has always been such a big part 
of my heart and my desire for people. I'm really grateful for the educators that made a difference in my life as a young artist, um, the ones that challenged me, that scared me, that um, you know taught me what discipline was about, and not just discipline, but about loving something and having a passion for it. So I started teaching when I was young because I really wanted to be able to impart to, to, to young people and adults as well. So the arts program and the educational program is so very important, and we are continuing that there at the Milton Theater. We have currently going on this summer 12 summer camps um, that are happening in visual and performing arts. We have a year-round program for uh, young people to study musical theater, to study acting, and we take our young people every February to Walt Disney World to be a part of their educational program down there. They perform on the stages down there, and they get to um, have workshops with their Broadway professionals backstage, which is life-changing. Mm-hmm. We have parents that cry, you know, when they see their kids walk out on the stage and they want this multi-million-dollar Walt Disney World <laughs> extravaganza and the, the way they sound going through, you know, with all of that equipment. And it's it's inspirational, and it, it changes their lives. It teaches them, you know, um, what it's like to, to be in a situation like that, that you have pressure and you have goals and demands and all of that. We also have, a, I still continue teaching privately there at the theater as well, a handful of students. So we're excited to be able to continue that arts programming, and we want to expand it as well. Um, it's, it's been one of our challenges there. In our other studio formerly um, in Middletown, we had 15 studios. Now we have two, basically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we can't do the same amount, but we're, we're learning how to work around that, and add, we're adding in two new programs this fall to our week. And uh, it's it's neat that they can be in that building and and experience the beauty of it, and also see the professionals coming through as they're learning. Mm-hmm. Now, where, do you where do you draw the youth from locally? Do they come in from uh, other other towns? They're all pretty much local, yeah. and by local, uh, Sussex County, right? And right. we have some students that come from Dover as well. Okay, okay, yeah. Well, that's and, and the summer camps. I was looking at a listing of some of them. It looks like they're theme oriented or oriented around. I guess your theater camps are oriented around uh, shows. Yeah, the theater camps are all oriented <clears throat> around specific shows or themes, mm-hmm. and they they work through uh, characterization and choreography and learning all those kinds of things about mm-hmm. those productions. Mm-hmm. Well, l- let's um, let's delve into your um, some of the upcoming programming because, as I alluded to earlier, it's really quite a range. <laughs> it is a range. We um, we have some great national acts coming through. Um, for people that like tribute acts, we have things like the Simply Streisand show, which was a sellout last year, uh, and we added two more shows to her this year. We have people that are coming back regularly because they're developing the audience really likes them. So get mm-hmm. them back, get them mm-hmm. back. Um, Sean Riley, um, who's from Wilmington, um, does an amazing Sinatra show. Um, we have a great Beatlemania now, which um, has toured the world, and uh, Ted Vigil doing John Denver. Um, a, a Kiss the Sky, Jimi Hendrix tribute. So we have lots of tribute shows coming through that are fantastic. These are, are just top-notch, amazing shows that they they do just a great, great job. Outside of that, we have regular stand-up comedy, and uh, we bring our. It's great being in the Northeast Corridor because we can bring comedians in from New York City, from Philadelphia, from DC, and Baltimore, and we have great, great comedy. Jazz, which is another one of my loves. Renda Farrington's coming in from Philadelphia. 
Uh, backup singer for Roberta Flack, just gorgeous, gorgeous voice and uh, musicians that she has with her. We also have films at the theater too, which is another thing, it being in an old film house. It's great that we can do that. We show classic films. We show a lot of cult films. We just did Rocky Horror last weekend. We do that every couple of months and get a great crowd out for that. So there, there is, um, there's a wide range. We're excited about the things that we have coming up. We're continuing to book further and further out. This year, last year we had right around 250 events at the theater. This year we're going to crest 300 events in the theater. Um, excited about being able to offer that programming. And uh, we're almost fully booked now through the end of this year. I think I have a couple of dates that are even open, and now we're already booking into 2018. That must take up a lot of your time. <laughs> it does. I'm the buyer for the organization, and so that's my primary function. We're really fortunate to recently have been able to develop and grow that we can add four new staff positions. We just added four part-time staff positions, so we now have a part-time technical director. We have a box office in front of house manager. Uh, we also have our, our executive director for our nonprofit arm of the organization that um, is uh, working in, with grant funding and all of those kinds of things. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Now, in, in your searching for programming, or you're seeking programming, um, <clears throat> does the size of your performance space impact what you bring in? It does. We, you know, especially with the national acts, we, we're limited. That's one of the reasons why we want to put the balcony back in because mm -hmm. it'll raise our capacity, it'll almost double our capacity. Mm -hmm. It'll probably triple our standing room capacity once that happens. And then it's going to change the whole game for us. We're perfect routing for Northeast Quarter. Anybody coming out of Philadelphia, we're right in the perfect routing market for that. And so that's our goal is to be able to, to do that in the next 12, 24 months, be at that place. Still want to keep all of our local and regional people coming through and we have the schools come in we have schools come in and do their school plays and their talent shows and things like that i want to keep that flair because to me that's part of the energy and part of the beauty of what that is so your facility can accommodate not only musical performances and comedians but also theatrical yeah the theatrical is the hardest but i have such a my background in in live theatrical production is is strong and so I'm, I'm still trying to up that. You know, it was an old movie house, so there's no backstage or right. wing space. It's like five feet from the main curtain to the mm -hmm. back wall. Mm -hmm. um, so it's challenging at best. But we are putting in a full, a few full production shows this year. That you know, okay. Clear Space comes in twice a year. Mm -hmm. um, to do, we bring their productions in from Rehoboth, which is really right down the street. Right. But we right. get a great audience for yeah. the musical theater shows, which is a love of mine, and I want I want to continue yeah. to do. Now, what are some of the sources you go to to find your programming? Honestly, we really get so many requests daily. We get requests for booking that we don't have to go out to scout at all. And um, the local stuff, if I see something I'm like that I want to partner with because I love those community and local partnerships, I'll go. But we really just sort through the requests that we have coming in on a daily basis and decide what we think will fit and work. Mm-hmm. Now, Milton is is in in the recent past has really started to to blossom and be identified as sort of a a, a cultural center. Could you speak to the role you play and your relationship there? And also, I know that you're involved in the Delaware Presenters Network. Yeah, we when we came there, it was one of the questions we had because we noticed a lot of storefronts closed and all of that. And that's why I said we I felt like we came in on a perfect storm. Within a few months of our opening, more 
you know, more businesses started opening restaurants and things like that. And again, I think it all had to do with one another. I don't think it was just because of the theater, just because of the chamber or otherwise. There was, everyone was really working hard to make that happen. A, a real synergy there. It, the synergy is incredible. It really is. And so we've got, you know, just from the theater, we have walkable, you know, three places you can go to eat. We have storefronts you can go to shop. And then within Milton itself, you know, there are multiple great restaurants that, that have made their own name and people come to from far away. You know, some of them you can't even get into as a local, mm-hmm. you know, because they're booked up so much. Um, so it really has become a place to go. It's a charming place. It, it's, it's, and charming can be considered negative for some people, I know, but it's really a great place to just walk. The parks are great. Mm-hmm. It's right on the river and there's a beautiful pond. Uh, so to come there and spend an afternoon and eat and shop and then come see a show, it really, I'm finding that more and more people are making that a day trip and some of them making it a weekend where they're coming down and staying. We have bed and breakfast and Airbnbs there that are booked up. We used to put our artists in some of the Airbnbs. We couldn't even get them. They were all booked up for the summer. Mm. Mm. So it, there definitely is a renaissance going on. It's a beautiful place to come. I would encourage anyone to come and at least drive through and take a look. Yeah. Well, we've got about a minute left, so I've neglected to ask you how uh, to, to talk about how uh, people can find out more about your program. Absolutely. MiltonTheater.com. Everything is there. We have a new website that's being built, so there's a temporary site up. But you can see all of our shows that are currently for sale. I think we have a little over 100 for sale on there right now. It's a bunch of them waiting in the wings. But MiltonTheater.com. You'll see everything right there, and you certainly can give us a call. Um, the phone number is on there, 302-684-3038, but the website has all the information on it. Well, Fred, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm really glad we had this opportunity to talk. I, I, I mean, your your history of, of working in the performing arts here in Delaware goes back some time, and bringing that expertise to, to Milton. Uh, just quickly, your staff, you said you have a staff of how many? We have eight people on staff right okay, now. Okay, so it's, it's a... Really a growing organization it with is. just tremendous programming. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so pleasure. much, Paul.